0: Hello and welcome to the People Chronicles Storied Women. My name is Anna Rose and Gara Milch. I am your host. I am also the author of Lunch with Lucille. Lunch with Lucille is a story of how one woman's life impacted another's woman. And here on Storied Women, we bring women from our community to share their story so we can learn from them. Today my guest is Tanya Butler. Welcome Tanya. Thank you. And Tanya's going to share her story with us. So Tanya, I'm going to ask you that question, that magic question, that one magic question. What is it that you want us to remember from our chat today? What is the
1: takeaway? Well, thanks for having me. I would say as we deal with all that life gives us, we should take comfort in knowing that God is able even when we're incapable. So having that
0: first, taking that, having that faith as Martin Luther King says, uh, that first step of faith, without knowing that there's a, that where there were the staircases, something like that. That is
1: correct. Ah, so tell me now, have you always been very faith-based? I would say I grew up in the church, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until later on in life that I started to know God for myself, and in which my faith was was tested. Um, It started out at 15 when I was robbed at a local McDonald's um, while I was working. Um, And just believing and trusting that God was going to get me through that experience. And then as I got into college and law school, my faith was tested more. Um, When I was in law school, I had a stroke. And after the stroke, I was put on a blood thinner and the nurses told me that I would not be able to have children because of the blood thinner. Wow. And it was, again, believing that, believing in God and just trusting that, although this is what they are saying to me, God had a uh, bigger plan for, for my life and for me. And now, as you know, I have two boys. Two very healthy um, and yes, two successful very, boys, yes. Very healthy boys. Um, And then also in my professional life, and working. I I just truly believe that God had it for me to be an attorney um, so that I could help people. So anytime a stumbling block would come um, my way, it was just believing that this is what God has for you, Tanya. He is going to make a way for you to get that position or to... Um, help you in that case so that you're able to help people. Uh, I opened up a practice on my own. I I went out on my own. Um, I think I may have been maybe like 31 or 32 years old and I did that exclusively for five years and that was through faith. I I left a firm where there was stability Mm -hmm. and I went out on my own. So there you had that that paycheck, that steady paycheck, right? Correct. And then you went to... I
0: gave the, that up. You a, didn't a, see a the staircase, <laughs> that's for sure. Or maybe <laughs> <No>. you did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it, it was just an, an understanding and acceptance that, like I said, God, my, my purpose was to help people. And I wanted to help people in my community. And I wasn't doing that in the firm that I was in. So this was a way that I could... Um, do what God had for me to do. And I just had to trust and believe that he would provide for that. Yeah. And he did that. And he did that very well.
0: So to take me back a little bit though uh, to the time that you were victimized. and When you were, uh, were you 15 working in McDonald's? I was 15. Is, was that legal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, okay. I had working so, papers. <laughs> oh, okay. I just
0: want to make sure before we broadcast it to the world over here. Uh, Okay, so, so you're only 15 years old, and I'm assuming that's your first job, right? It was my first job. And so what happens? I mean, the, you're just going about your daily business, and...
1: We had actually closed for the evening, and one of my co-workers went to take the trash out. And he was followed in by three guys with two sawed-off shotguns. Oh, my gosh. They ordered us under the um, counters and ordered us to get the money out of the cash registers. So like one by one, they would point their guns and direct us to get the money out of the cash registers. But because we had already closed, the manager had taken the money from the cash registers and put them into the safe. Um, And they ended up beating the manager until she opened up the safe. Wow, that's pretty traumatic. So I mean, while that's going on, are you praying? I'm absolutely praying, I'm saying to God, if you get me through this experience, I'll do whatever you want me to do, whatever you have for me to do. Before that experience, I was always afraid of watching the first part of the news. I never wanted to see who shot who, who, who robbed who, I was just, I was afraid of that. I would come in at the news when they would talk about the weather and the sports. <laughs> yeah. After that experience, it was like an awakening. That's all I wanted to do was watch the news. So I would watch 5 o'clock, five thirty, six o'clock, 6.30 news. And I just really got interested in what was going on, what was happening around me, and trying to think of how I could help, how I could make a difference. Cindy, so, does your faith then lead you to believe that, that there's
0: a, there was a purpose in that, that trauma? That's, Absolutely. That's what really took you to... Because I know now that you are... Um, you know, that you, you work very closely with the community, not only in your professional life, but also in your personal life as well. I know you do a lot of outreach, a lot of volunteering for the community. Do you think that if you weren't as committed to your faith that you would be doing
1: that? Um, I just know that at that time, I mean, we've all seen the books Purpose Driven Life. Mm-hmm. I know that at of course, the book came out well after that, but I, from reading that and from experiencing other things in life, I know that at that point, God gave me my purpose. Um, so that everything I do is geared toward that purpose, making a difference and helping people. So I guess to answer your question, then no. <laughs> but for that experience, I wouldn't have it in my mind that I need to help others, to make a difference, um, and that God is capable or God is able, like I said, even when I'm not. So through the times where things seem, you know, through difficulties or times stressful, I go back to my purpose. And I I know that, okay, God, I know you got my back. You're going to get me through this. Even if I don't see where we're going, I know that you you will direct my path. Uh, I think that's like the definition of faith. <laughs> 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 I think we can, make, think we can look <laughs> in, the, in the dictionary
0: or Google it. Okay. It, it, right. it is so. Just tell me that. Uh, and this is almost an aside to that. How? Why would a perfectly healthy woman, I'm assuming you were perfectly
1: healthy, have a stroke? Um, How old were you when you had the stroke? I was twenty three. 23 or 24 I was in my second year of law school wow Sweet. so I graduated from law school at at 24 so I was 23
0: yeah so wh- so why would a uh, perfectly healthy young woman have a stroke
1: well at the time I was taking a prescription that and that's the only way or that's the reason that the doctors had um, one of the side effects for oh. the prescription was stroke but who thinks that yeah. someone would actually have a stroke on that prescription. Wow. So you've been tested
0: several times. Yes. Yeah, And um, definitely have passed
1: the test with flying colors. Yes, very much so. And, and I, I continue to be tested, but as I, and, and everyone else who's watching, we all will be, but we really have to trust and believe that God is out there, and he will um, see us too. Yeah,
0: and now we get to see your children, you know, the children that you weren't supposed to have, obviously, (laughs) Um, and how how they contribute to this, our society and our community too. So that's really, that's is really wonderful. And And of course, your husband as well.
1: Yes, and I tell my children, you all weren't supposed to be here. They told me that I would never, because of those blood thinners, that I would not be able to, have children. Um, They did have to take me off the blood thinners, but I haven't had a problem since then. So you're healthy now, you don't have any? That's amazing. I have no, nothing. That's
0: wonderful. Yep. So now, um, okay, so you've done all that, you are uh, a a daughter and a wife and a mother and a lawyer, and now you're going to to go on to the next step of, of serving the community, am I right? Yes. Okay, and that is to do what?
1: I won both sides of the magisterial district judge race for the northeast section of running. Okay, so now you're going to serve our community in a different way. Yes, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I know you are.
0: <laughs> I know you. Are. I appreciate you coming in today, Tanya, and sharing your story with us. And and I think it's a really good story for all of us to know because uh, we need sometimes we we have to or all the time perhaps rely on our faith and on God and believe that, uh, you know, we can't do it all. We always knew we can can definitely use some help. Thanks again, Tanya, for coming in.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for following Storied Women on The People Chronicles. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The People Chronicles, and you won't miss any stories.
1: These stories are made
0: possible in part by Queen City Restaurant, Breth Homes, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, and Spring Ridge Financial.